0: It's weird and pissed off. Whatever it is, she just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house
1: where horror will be your host.
2: Don't fall asleep. I've got a great idea for an escape room. Ooh. It's just working in an office job.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Can you, oh my God. Do you want to know the amount of times like in an office, like I just dream that like European terrorists, like diehard style and yeah. like, in like just amazing sweaters just like burst in, you know, just, just to liven things up a bit, you know?
2: Oh. I'll, I'll take a run of the mill American school shooter. I don't need. I don't need Hans Gruber.
1: Oh my god! You know what the thing is? Every office that I've worked in, a hundred percent, I know the people that I would like go back to save in the event oh, yeah. of a crisis, and those where I'm like, we need some fresh blood.
2: Hey, look! I wouldn't push him in the way of the shooter, but I <laughs> certainly wouldn't tell him which offices were unlocked.
1: I definitely know a couple of people that I would use as a human shield. Oh, we both worked with those people. Yeah. We did. Just push them, ah! As you run towards the terrorists.
2: Because there's a bit of there's a bit of podcast backstory that no one knows. We actually met working together. Yes, we worked together in the same government department.
1: Working hard or hardly working? I think
2: we know what the answer to that was. <laughs> so we we do know people that. Uh,
1: mm.
2: Well, you know,
1: it would, should be used as human shields.
2: Yeah, they, I'm not saying they deserve to die, and I'm not calling for well, violence. are we though? I'm just saying, in the random event that it happened. <laughs> Neither of us would really go out of our way.
1: You know what? I can genuinely say there are people that I have worked with and I would have no qualms whatsoever if somebody disemboweled them, skinned them alive and turned them into a hat. I would happily wear that hat.
2: Wow, and you're vegan. (laughs) Yes. Wow.
1: Exactly.
2: (laughs) You really want to wear an ex-colleague
1: hat? I would, but you know what? I would only wear it when I'm shitting.
2: Would it be like a deerstalker with the flappy ear covers, <laughs> or like you thinking like a, a snappy captain's hat, or
1: oh, I don't know what I'm gonna like l- a
2: big cowboy hat, like a big fucking Stetson.
1: I haven't actually thought about that. I'm gonna oh, you know what? It, yes, I want a Stetson. I'd
2: have a fez.
1: Oh, just Ed Gein styles <laughs> with a yeah. random nipple here and there, just oh, whatsoever. Yeah, and I would just wear it while I'm shitting. And then just leave it in the toilet, so it could just gather all that poo air.
2: Oh, and that weird film that gets on everything in the toilet. Yes. That weird, slightly sticky film. Yes. That no matter how much you clean your toilet, it still appears.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Until one day, I would run out of toilet paper, and I would use said hat. <gasps> you'd use to your wipe my ass.
2: You'd use your murder fez.
1: Yes, I would use the murder fez. Then you know what? To add digni- uh, in further indignity yeah I'd wash it off and I'd bring it back, and we'd start that shit again. Oh,
2: you know you could actually use the fez as the toilet, <laughs> like the world's worst like two girls, one
1: cup. oh there's a lot of like loading and unloading. I don't depends
2: know. depends how much you've eaten
1: symbolically, it just seems more offensive <laughs> to use it as a wiping tool,
2: yeah, that's rather not, than a receptacle,
1: yeah, that's not everyone there's 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 you, you know what there's one. there's really one. we yeah. both know who that one, is. yeah. Yeah, um, but there you go, huzzah! If you had a drink, I'd you. Yeah, happy birthday! I've got a cup of tea. Yeah, woo!
2: <laughs> this is the one episode where that person's just like, you know what? I treated John and Liz like shit. I, sh- <laughs> I should really listen to the. T- t- five minutes later, they want to use me as a fucking postmortem <laughs> toilet paper.
1: <laughs> Good, because that's what you get. You know what? You you can be an asshole. You're gonna get treat. You're gonna get wiped down like an asshole yeah. one day. Karma is a shitting bitch. At least I choose to believe so. It's what gets me through the day.
2: Shitting bitch.
1: You know what? Oh, my God. On that note, Mm -hmm. and as I was telling your lovely partner, Lou, earlier, I am possibly two weeks away, as long as no one better applies. So no one better apply. But if no one better applies, I am two weeks away from working with the fire department.
2: We just started this podcast about making toilet paper out of human skin. Don't fucking jinx yourself no 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 matter how many fake new york firemen you fucked
1: he was a real fireman god damn it no i am was he
2: a real new york fireman i
1: had shit or was he
2: just some dead shit from jersey
1: it was like hey i'm walking here forget about it
2: <laughs> i guarantee you it was from boston
1: i bought a bottle of champagne because i'm just told basically if no one else better replies in the next two weeks i am two weeks away from being a fireman's pole do not deny me that If I come dressed as a pole next week, you know why. I don't want you to ask questions. Just move along. Everyone has a dream. That
2: literally is your career coming full circle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It really is.
2: (laughs) From the swinger to the pole. (laughs) (laughs) Hakuna Matata. It's the circle of life. Life.
1: Oh, my God. That's what I'm going to call my autobiography. (laughs) I'm
2: I'm totally going to sit there. Now the stripper has become (gasps) the pole. Oh, how good's our wisdom, our tea towel wisdom?
1: Oh my god! If that is not the greatest, like best episode of the fucking Star Wars franchise,
2: <laughs> oh that would be a place on the fucking Dagobah system I'd go to. The student has become the teacher. There's a vibe the of scum and villainy. <laughs> Going there as Cy Snoodles is playing d- funk while you're spinning around the pole. I but it'll be like a laser pole? <laughs> Be like a laser pole as you spin around that hey
0: wanna wonga
1: oh my god everyone talks about everyone tries to show you their lightsaber believe me oh, yeah. oh my god
2: <laughs> well you lean over to some businessman on a trip I don't take republic credits out here
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need real money you get to that point in your career where you find yourself working on like Jabba the Hutt's like pleasure yachts and yeah. that's where you're like mm, yeah I, I need to change careers <laughs>
2: Jabba's pleasure barge,
1: <sighs> <laughs>
2: where the stripper has become the pole. <laughs> I'm oh, not. Gi- I'm god. not giving you a former career shit. I started out as a journalist. You are way higher on the moral. Yeah, I'm channel. so
1: much higher. <laughs> yeah, you can't talk shit to me. No,
2: <laughs> I'm subterranean looking up.
1: Oh my god. Honestly, I really. I look back at like. I mean, not just the figure, but the energy and enthusiasm that I had—not just for life, but for men's shit back then. Yeah. Oh my lord! If 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 the me could talk to me now, <laughs> He'd uh, tell you
2: to save all that money.
1: Oh my fucking! Oh my god! The amount of three hundred dollars shoes I bought. Yeah. That or like were given, I should say. Yeah. These days, I would have straight been down like, no, I'm sorry, I'm going to need the cash refund for these. I look back, the amount of houses I should own by now. Yeah. No, fucking fancy shoes. Fucking day trips for shopping. Oh, my God. I Anyway, I legitimately turned down an offer to fly to another part of the world. Really? Yes. Yes. Wow.
2: Just, yeah. just to dance with someone. It was it wasn't a slave auction.
1: I think he might have had more <laughs> inclination yeah, pe- for that people
2: don't fly you over the other world to see you dance
1: He would he just he was very fascinated by how pale my skin was. Oh wow which I don't know he was either gonna make me a princess or wear me as a shit hat
2: yeah, He was gonna make a shit hat out of you
1: We'll never know now. We'll never
2: know. I've got to know, like, what was your single one biggest night? Like, what, did you ever walk home and just spill the bra out and just go, "How
1: you're waiting for?" Oh my god! Yes. Oh no. I okay. I remember there was there was one, and it was so weird. It was like. This wasn't, like, the biggest night I ever had. But it was was a random night because it was, like, a random Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes through the week, you can actually make, like, ridiculous amounts of money. Because it's easier for dudes to slip out of the house or, quote, work late. If they try to do it on a Friday and Saturday, everyone's like, you're going to that strip club. Yeah. When you're like, oh, I've got to work late. I've got these reports. Yeah. So, cha-ching, ching Anyway, you know, you would come back up to the change rooms. Yeah. And obviously you would have all your crinkled notes that you would have in your hands. And they're also, you know, tucked into, like, shoes and stockings and belts and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so you would I'd come back. And it was just etiquette that you don't count your money in front of the other performers. No,
2: because they might be having a rough night.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's just it's etiquette yeah. you know um, anyway so I, I usually come back and then usually it's like you know the other performer you know will be will be getting ready and then they'll go and you'll have a moment you can do your change anyway oh wait there's always like a tv because yeah. you know we're all eating ramen noodles and not interested by the, uh, the course door. Not. anyway there was something on and i remember so i'm just i just i sat down. T- I don't know something with the tv got my attention so i was like oh okay so i was a bit late in my you know, pack up. Yeah. Shall we say? Um, so anyway, so then the other girl like came back anyway. So then I'm there and I'm like, Oh my God. Anyway. So I'm, I, you know, I, I've got the cash dumped there and then I'm, you know, getting out of these ridiculous boots and the stockings for my next outfit. Yeah. Anyway, I just kept pull, like all these like bills kept like coming out, yeah. you know, my stockings and everything. And the other girl that I'm with, hey was just like, because she had just come back from her show, and she's like, what the hell? Like, just like this. She came up, like, complaining, like, it's this fucking, I don't know I'm wasting my time. There's nothing out there. Like, there is no money. And I was just like, just like hemorrhaging money. And she was like, what the hell? And I was just like, oh, just like, look at the draw. And I just felt kind of bad for her because she hadn't made a lot.
2: No, you've just come through and swooped in and.
1: Yeah. But that was the that was you know, I told you that that example of like the the guy used to always put me with her. He yeah. used to always put me with Kat because Kat was a size eight, like she looked like a model, you yeah. know, blonde hair, perfect figure. And then there was me, Hello my baby, hello my <laughs> chubby unko. Um Yeah, and he used to always say he'd put us on together because I had the attainable beauty. Oh, that's backhanded. They would no, because they would see her and be like, "Oh my god, like she is so hot, she is so fit." But there is no way that she would ever touch my body. Yeah, and then I'd come out, "Hello, my baby, hello, my darling," and they're like, "You know what? She looks fun. I reckon she'd get hammered and touch my wang." So then I'd get all the money because they're like, "Yeah, I reckon I got a shot."
2: Damn.
1: So you know, woo, fucking Wednesday nights.
2: But you don't. There's no figure you can drop.
1: Yeah. I gotta know. I gotta know. <laughs> a lady never divulges her secrets. Ah,
2: the most I ever got offered to do a comedy spot was ten thousand dollars.
1: Okay, it was not ten thousand dollars.
2: I didn't take that ten thousand yeah. dollars because these guys were biker drug dealers.
1: Why? But why would?
2: Why wouldn't I do it? Because number one, the guy was so fucking high he didn't blink. <laughs> well, you get the money up front. No, no. This is the thing. He was so high that he wasn't even blinking, and he was trying to get me to
1: feel his girlfriend's fresh tits. I've actually been in that. That's, that's just negotiation in my industry. And, and, yeah,
2: and he was just like, nah, feel it." And they're like really real. And she's like, yeah, feel it." And I'm like, I'm not doing that because in two and a half hours when the coke shifts gears on you, I'm going to get fucking knifed.
1: You know what that is? That is that, um, what's his name? Jared Leto's. Yeah. Yeah, with the joper. Just be like, don't you like my girlfriend? That's what it was. Don't you think she's pretty? Don't fall in that trap.
2: Anyway, the guy's like, oh, come back to my house and do a gig for me and my friends. And I'm just like.
1: Oh. Come back to my house. Yeah. And I'm just
2: like, nah, man. He goes, come on now. What's your, What's your number? What's your number? And I was just joking, they said, ah, ten grand." Mm-hmm. He pulls out this fucking meteorite mm-hmm. out of his pocket. Mm-hmm. Like, for Americans, our $50 notes are basically yellow. Yeah. And it looked like a fucking lump of uranium. Yeah. And he just starts peeling off hundreds. And I'm like, nah, dude, it was a joke. I'm not doing it. He's like, why not? I'm like, "Film my girlfriend's tits." Like, no, I'm not fucking doing any of this. I know enough about drug people to know I'm going to end up getting fucking kicked.
1: You know what? No, this is this is why you don't. This is, you know what, this is the film Last King of Scotland. This is how you don't <laughs> end up in another country performing for a dictator. Yeah. That's how that stuff, you know.
2: Yeah, starts. giving him a Heimlich maneuver so he can do an aspirin <laughs> fart. One of the greatest on on camera farts of all time.
1: <laughs> we live with it. I guess, you know, we have different reactions to $10,000.
2: James McAvoy. What a what an actor.
1: Yeah. I I'd, but yeah. Would you take your okay? So the question, basically, you will not take your money off for ten thousand dollars.
2: I will not what do what
1: take your clothes off for ten thousand dollars.
2: Oh no, fucking way! I wouldn't do it for a million. <laughs> no, I, just, I, I have massive body image issues. That's oh. the whole reason. I, okay. I once ran away from a job interview because I had to take my shirt off to do get my um, like army thing. Like you know, where they like go stand up here and cough. It was like a really high paying harvest job. Yeah, it was yeah, like, oh no! I've just got to go to my car and make a phone call. I got in my car and drove off because I didn't have to take my shirt off. Oh, and I okay. was like twenty and fit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't. That's not like you look back at like the pictures of like yeah when I was young and I was like, oh look at you, like you chubby bitch again because it was I guess the industry that I was in. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know, I was like a size twelve, like Australian, yeah. which is probably like a size eight hundred American. Um, but yeah, I look back at that now and I'm like. Oh, my God. I could barely fit into one of my socks today. Just pack me away.
2: Yeah, I remember when I was... We, we do need to get into the horror at some point, beyond the horror of us discussing our own bodies. Oh, my God,
1: the horror of our bodies. Oh, my God. Do you ever just get out of the shower, come back naked, stand in front of the shower and be like, oh, my God, where did it all go wrong?
2: Every day. Every single day. ah. <laughs>
1: What? I'm I'm like I I'm, I'm happy to get naked. I still to this day and hundred percent be like hello my, <laughs> hello, my I don't think less people are inclined to watch it like they used to back in oh, the day.
2: There's there's a market. <laughs> there is a market for everyone. There is a market.
1: You know, but the difference is these days I want to keep my socks on <laughs> and halfway through the dance, I'm gonna need you to feed me snacks. There is a market.
2: (laughs) This is probably millions of dollars going begging right now that you just don't know about.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, if only. Oh, my God. So, you know, I was going to say, you know, if my Saudi prince, if you're still listening. No, you know what? I am am boycotting selling myself to a, a Saudi prince. You know? They need to step up on their women rights and their LBQTIA plus rights before I will sell my body and do a sexy dance for a Saudi prince. There you are. I am off the table until you improve your rights, Saudi Arabia. There. Bow. Take that. Take that, FIFA, you spineless pwatt.
2: You're like the Gritta Thunberg of the sex industry. <laughs> no more. I'm on strike. <laughs>
1: These gates are closed. <laughs> ties a together, bites a Snickers bar, and walks out.
2: The climate is changing in the bedroom. It's now very dry.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Seriously, I think the most erotic thing one human being could do for me right now, yeah. okay, is like massage my feet. Yeah. Like
2: Tarantino oh. was right, man.
1: Oh my god. I once dated when I was younger, I dated a guy that had a foot fetish. Ugh. Look no! Oh my god, he was amazing. Looking back in hindsight, I'm like, why did I well, he was a dead shit, to be honest.
2: Yeah, that's why you dumped
1: him. But oh my god.
2: Get he a was... foot spa from Harvey Norman. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> it's not the same.
1: No, it's it's not. not the same. Oh my god, amazing. Like, all he wanted to do was like massage my feet in like oils. Like
2: That's not all he wanted to do. <sighs>
1: Okay, yes, there was that one time, (laughs) but...
2: Surprisingly low effort on your part, though, wasn't it?
1: (laughs) I could, like, eat snacks, read a book.
2: Yeah, just pretend you're a ballerina and keep your feet together. (laughs) It's easy. Oh, I'll go for the callous bits.
1: It's the deleted seeds of Black Swan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your pumice stone. (laughs) Oh, my God. My feet are so rough these days. Even I wouldn't use them as a sex tool. Oh, my God. Like I
2: like how said tool instead of toy Those days are gone <laughs> Now I've got a reciprocating saw with a, with a fucking toilet plunger on it
1: I am the eighth deadly sin In seven That they would not talk about Oh my lord You know what
2: <laughs> There's a hard pivot That's handbrake into the drift turn There we go
1: Speaking Things that can't be explained.
2: (laughs) Oh, God.
1: I've got to stop drinking champagne before we do these. Why do you do it to yourself? It's nice and it's certified vegan. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it the second coming of Christ?
2: Coming of Christ?
1: (laughs) Edit, edit.
2: I'm not editing shit after last week.
1: Is it a bird? She said
2: such bad things about black
1: people. Is it a <laughs> <coughs> <coughs>
0: oh.
1: You know what the sad point is? There are some points in Alabama where our ratings go through. The oh, world.
2: yeah, right now, absolutely. Not fucking true. Yeah, cross burning in the woods. Here we uh, go. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it the second coming of Christ here in Texas? Oh. Well, this episode is just for you as this week we and the citizens of Stephenville, Texas. What a great name. Are going to look up into the heavens above and see just who is raining on their parade and emotionally upsetting their cows Aww. in this week's episode of the Stephenville Saucers or Saints, Sinners and Saucers mm. or Belts Bushes and Marbles Oh Christ, what is Yeehaw! it? That's me firing my guns
2: You still do it like a stripper <laughs> There was lots of finger in there. <laughs> lots of disco.
1: That's how, how I get the big bucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dusk starts to move in. The sun setting behind the horizon on January the 8th, 2008 in Stephenville, Texas. This is a recent one. Ding, 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 ding. Stephenville, located about an hour and a half away from Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. It was founded in 1854 and has a population just shy of 21,000 people. It claims to be the dairy capital of Texas. Oh. And is one of seven communities in Texas. I think this is fantastic. There are seven people all vying, seven towns all vying for the title. Yeah. Do you know what they're vying for the title? Oh, I didn't, I, hit me with it. Cowboy capital of the world, ma'am. A,
2: I. This is. I say this without lie or irony. I desperately want to go to Texas.
1: My bedroom used to be called the Cowboy Capital of the World. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, continue.
2: No, no, no. I just really want to go to Texas.
1: Oh. Okay. That's,
2: that's all you need to know.
1: Oh. Okay. Is it the Cowboys? No, uh,
2: no. Like it's uh, Texas, very much seems like um, South Australia in a way, in that you've got a massive, like a massive bunch of rednecks, but in the (laughs) no, but in the middle of that, like these incredible centres of culture and Uh uh, and learning.
1: Okay. So I I like
2: that. I like the I like the duality of it.
1: I just want to go like for the hats and see a Texas Ranger like roundhouse kick someone in the face.
2: Yeah. Like I want to go to Austin and I want to go to Dallas. Ooh. And I want to go to all those little fucking little towns in between. And I, I reckon Texas would be my place.
1: I think we should go to the seven cities that all claim to be the cowboy capital of the world. Yeah
2: Judge them on their claims. and Damn straight. It, and just give them shit Yelp reviews.
1: If we have to work through every cowboy in the area.
2: Okay, so I'm bringing you.
1: <laughs> bringing your grandma. We're going to dig her back up. We're going to get her opinion. Oh,
2: and they're going to do a shot of whiskey next to the <laughs> Abbott Brothers' grave. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, my Lord. And of course, I'm vegan, so I can't ride a horse. So I literally have to ride cowboys everywhere. Oh. Yeah. Things we've got to do. Oh, so here we are, Stephenville, Texas. Round here, there are a lot of cows, guns, dairy farms, and bibles. Yeah! Ha! As the sun set, several dozen people, all in different areas, would witness something strange in the skies above Stephenville. People claim to have witnessed a bright object in the sky, which they claim was a mile long.
2: That's a hell of a claim.
1: The object had bright lights, which some claimed the lights to be as bright as a welder's torch burn. I love that. <laughs> How
2: bright was it? About uh, bright as when I, I do the welding on the on the pickup bed.
1: Cowboy capital.
2: Cowboy currency.
1: The object was flying low, moving slow.
2: Of course, it was low and slow, Texas. Of course, it was.
1: Then super fast.
2: Oh, got sick of it.
1: <laughs> All as silent as a prayer. Okay. Others claim to have seen jet fighters following the object. Mm. Local resident Steve Allen, who was a pilot and owner of a local freight business, told reporters a week later that he and his friends were gathered around a campfire. Mm-hmm. Drinking whiskey and shooting into the sky. Pew, 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 pew. I just imagine. Oh,
2: thank God. That I was going to say fucking what? <laughs> I have to go to Texas if that's how you do it. Just
1: tipping their hats to ladies, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Ching, ching, ching as they walk. People. Uh, so this is his quote. <clears throat> Steve Allen. People wonder what in the world it is because this is the Bible Belt and everyone is afraid it's the end of times.
2: That's why I've got to go there. How fucking
1: dumb do you have to be? Steve Allen claims he saw an object that was a mile long and half a mile wide. Is he talking about your grandma? Mm,
2: Banana for scale.
1: (laughs) Quote, I don't know if it was a biblical experience or somebody from a different universe or whatever, but it was definitely not from around these parts.
2: I love that they can conflate this with the Christian experience.
1: He continued. Okay. It was positively. That's me spitting in my spittoon. Yep. Absolutely nothing from these parts. (laughs) Steve drew a sketch of the object for reporters, all the while relying the fact that although the craft travelled at amazing speed, it didn't make one sound. Okay. Then the object, according to Steve, he saw, quote, an art shape converted into a vertical shape. So Picture this in your mind. It's an art shape converted into a vertical shape. And then it split and made two of them, and then these turned into just fire, and it was gone.
2: Do you think they resent it because it's silent like a Tesla, and they just wish it was a good old-fashioned American UFO?
1: Damn
0: hippies.
2: Fucking diesel rolling coal on you.
1: (laughs) Now, the thing is, it's not just something in Stephenville's water. Okay. Which, if it was coming off Lake Erie, I would wonder. Yeah. But new. People in several nearby towns all reported seeing a similar object in the last seven weeks prior. Okay. Another person to see the object was a local newspaper reporter, Angela Joyner, who described what she saw as, It was very intense, bright lights! Another witness, local law official, Constable Leroy... And there is some confusion because in one uh, article I saw his name was spelt as Gateman. Mm-hmm. As in G-A-T-E-M-A-N. Other articles had him listed as Leroy Gaetan, G-A-I-T-A-N. Okay. So just for clarity, there was some confusion yeah. there.
2: Because, you know, we, we, we're all about accuracy on this point.
1: 100%. Yeah. He told a reporter that he saw red glowing lights followed by white glowing lights and they were moving fast. Even after retrieving and looking through his binoculars, the constable claims he could not see what the lights were attached to. Quote, The lights were going like this. The reporter notes that the constable is making hand gestures to demonstrate exactly what the lights were doing, but perhaps misunderstanding the basis of the written word fails to describe the hand gestures.
2: (laughs) Oh, the limitations of print journalism.
1: (laughs) So they were doing something that you could recreate with your hands. That's all we know. That's all we know. That's all we know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we will only have to imagine what the constable was gesturing.
2: Only in a small town newspaper could you get away with that.
1: (laughs) Just just moving his hands. (laughs) The constable told reporters, quote, I didn't see a flying saucer, and I don't know what it was, but it wasn't an airplane, and I've never seen anything like it. Again, insert hand gestures that no one else can see. Yeah. The constable states, quote, I think it must be some kind of military craft. At least I hope it was.
2: (laughs) I've already got my bets on what this is.
1: He states, it was so fast I couldn't track it with my binoculars. In nearby Dublin, Texas. Who knew there's a Dublin, Texas? There's a Dublin, South Australia. Of course there's a Dublin, Texas. Yeah, but this is Texas.
2: They're not all called fucking Fuck, hippie, fuck Hippieville and
1: In my mind, Wife are. Beaterton. <laughs> In nearby Dublin, Texas, which is a 10-minute drive from Stephenville, the craft was also seen by machinist and cattle owner Ricky Sorrells. Ricky says he has seen the object no less than seven times. The first time he saw what he describes as a flat metallic object hovering about 300 feet over a pasture behind his home. He told some friends, but when they all began to laugh and make fun of him, he went quiet on the subject. (laughs) only deciding to speak openly about the incidents after the flood of other eyewitnesses told their stories to the local Stephenville Empire Tribune newspaper. See, this is what
2: repressive toxic masculinity does. You see a UFO in your backyard and your friends mock you and you go quiet and you stay quiet on the things that you're passionate about and before you know it, you're protesting drag queens reading in the library.
1: That's how that shit happens. That's how that shit happens. Yeah. It's like what you really want is you want a drag queen to read your story. I'd love a drag
2: queen to read to me.
1: Oh my god, yes. I'd love that. Oh I'd my that's god,
2: fucking like the, the Uber should get into that. Uber drag reading.
1: Oh my god, when you're feeling a bit down, have a drag queen. Come pop over, read you a little book, give you a little glitter, that'd be ice cream. I've, It'd be fabulous.
2: I've just invented a new sport for you, America. It's called drag reading. What you do is you stand there and a drag queen tries to read to you and you run away as fast as you can. And the drag queen has to catch up to you. Drag reading.
1: Those bitches are fit. <laughs> Not in those shoes, though. You haven't seen a determined drag queen. <laughs> I just got 18 seconds on the homophobia strip. <laughs> Oh, my God. You know what? I'm just calling it out. The world would be a better place if everyone was read to sleep by a drag queen. I reckon. 100%. Yeah. Oh, my God. Soros also said that once whilst hunting deer, boo, that's a cry for help, in the nearby woods, he watched the flying object through his rifle's telescopic lens. Scope.
2: Scope, you vegan.
1: He described it as a telescopic lens. Well, he's wrong. It's a scope.
2: Unless he's a photographer and he didn't want to tell his friends. Leave only footprints, take only pictures. He didn't want to tell his... <laughs> no, I was
1: out there killing shit, <laughs> sure. I was
2: killing shit and punching my wife.
1: And then, like, fucking the corpse of the deer. And like, yeah, who's your daddy?
2: <laughs> I weren't out there not appreciating nature like a homosexual
1: (laughs) i wasn't reading like making a book for drag queen make all pretty and read to the children and make them happy i was
2: just taking me some nice photographs with my killing scope
1: and he claims that while he was looking through his projecting device (laughs) that he could see And I think this is fabulous because this is such a blokey farmer machinist response to seeing a UFO. Yeah. Because you and I would most likely be like, fuck me, it's a UFO. Yeah. He looks at it, okay, gets the sight on it and could see no seams, nuts or bolts on the large (laughs) object. That's what he's looking for. "Mm, I don't know about these welding techniques. You don't look too advanced to me from up here. Someone had their torch a little too high.
2: <laughs> Definitely CNC machined. It wasn't <laughs> TIG welded. It's a single piece of billet aluminium.
1: I know. I just love the fact that that's what he's observing. That's, that's what, what he's focusing it on. Yeah. So for me, this like this is what gives me this credence is yeah. the fact that that's what he's looking at. Oh my god! Well, that's like his it. that's
2: his frame of reference for life. Yeah,
1: that's I, his I, reference. I
2: couldn't see where they'd welded it.
1: Well, again, he's he's like a machinist. Yeah. you know so. Uh, and here's a
2: shout out to all the hardworking machinists out there.
1: Yeah, damn straight. Absolutely, machining we were, on. Yeah, he estimated the object was quote three or four football fields.
2: The fucking imperial system. Just convert to metric.
1: <laughs> but he is not sure on the length as the cr- as the craft moved over him at about three hundred feet in the air, and the trees and branches blocked the view somewhat. Okay. So he couldn't get a definite, like, view of the whole craft in entirety. Right. Quote, you hear about Big Mass or Big Buck in the area, but this is a different deal. <laughs> it feels good to hear that other people saw something because that means I'm not crazy. Does it though? It just means you're not... That kind of crazy. <laughs> Just because other people saw something, yeah, it doesn't... Certainly
2: autistic if you're looking for worlds on a fucking UFO. <laughs> uh,
1: someone's on the spectrum.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no visible means of proportion with the seams.
1: <laughs> oh, God, is that how they like, die- diagnosing ADHD <laughs> these days? Just show them a UFO. I do not see one world. <laughs> <laughs> Can I- say oh my god okay so sometimes like when I'm like drunk and I come home there is this show and it's like house hunters yeah okay and it shows people they look at like three different houses while they're trying to find a house to buy or rent yeah you know overseas anyway there was this one guy and this guy was specific because the guy said oh look you know I have autism so I can, you know I can be a bit fussy and so I had this exact list of when I was walking for this home and it was great because this guy was like showing him like how Houses. and whereas you know the person he was with you know was like oh you know when was this built like oh look about this this could be like drainage this guy was like no nope, no nope, i don't like this house i don't like this house and they went into the bathroom and there were like the four light bulbs above the mirror and yeah. he's like that light bulb is different to the other three light bulbs i do not like that <laughs> i do not like that <laughs> and so for him the house was just out yeah like that was like no no. I liked that, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was just not like, we'll just put it in the room. He was just like, no.
0: Uh-huh.
1: No. his house is a no. <laughs> Fantastic. It was just a really, it was just an amazing insight. Yeah. Just, you know, just to someone else's world and how they see the site. you know. Oh, Lord. Uh, anyway. So, <laughs> he is happy other people have seen it. Okay. And they're not laughing at him. Yeah. Oh. Oh. The UFO made the front page of the local paper and word travelled both nationally and internationally. The local paper receiving phone calls from people interested in the UFO from far away as Japan and Finland. Which is very exciting for a very small rural newspaper in Texas. Come on!
2: I'm about to do a very racist voice.
1: Oh God! Here we go. No, don't, don't get us cancelled. I had
2: to. I just have to do it. Now, flip a coin. Is it going to be Finnish or is it going to be Japanese?
1: Or was it a UFO? Oh.
2: Flip the flip the
1: coin. It's going to be Japanese. It's going to be Japanese. Yeah. So
2: you're the uh, you're the editor of the local
1: paper. Okay. Uh, hello, Stephen Herald Tribune. I I uh,
2: understand you have had a UFO.
1: I yeah we have.
2: Were there any visible welds? (laughs) (laughs) Clunk. Beep beep. That really wasn't worth it, was it? (laughs) Oh, was there any uh, noticeable machine marks? (laughs) Being a Japanese machinist, I have very high standards.
0: Beep beep (laughs) beep beep. beep. (laughs) I'm not
1: even going to do that. I'm not even going to do the voice. Oh, my God. A reward was offered not only for this bit to end, but for anyone who caught any photographs or videos of the object to come <laughs> forward. Mark Murphy. Sorry, getting it going to get cancelled. Yeah. Mark Murphy, a city councilman, told reporters, quote, a lot of folks ain't used to this kind of thing. They're not UFO nuts or anything like that around here. Wow, way to disparage the whole UFO community in one swoop.
2: I like how in his arsenal of public relations words that he uses is people aren't used to this around here, which you just know he has used in dinosaurs being taught as fact at school. Uh, Women having rights. (laughs) All these different things. It just comes to him as second nature now.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. So many of his statements just basically begin with, but.
2: (laughs) Uh, Now, I'm just a simple rancher. (laughs) Let me tell you around here, people aren't used to seeing black people drinking from the same fountain. (laughs) Or like women drawing motor vehicles (laughs) Excuse me, sir. (laughs) Did the fountain have any visible welds?
1: Oh, here's a good story, though. Okay. The Stephenville High School Science Club. Oh, my God. At least there is some science out here fighting against the councilman. Small fucking club. (laughs) It saw an opportunity and started selling T-shirts of a UFO beaming up a cow... For $10 to raise money for the school's science department.
2: I'm not joking. If anyone has a picture of that, I want to see it.
1: Oh, my God. I would totally I'd, buy yeah, one that'd of those be, T-shirts. That would be so cool. <laughs> Having a Stevensville
2: Science Club T-shirt. Yeah,
1: I know. I think that's fantastic. That would be the best. Oh
2: my- RealMothMen at gmail.com. Or you can at the John Brooks or at Gabin in the Woods.
1: Oh, my God. A hundred percent. If you're listening, Stephenville High... You know what? I'm going to tag Stephenville High School Science Club. We will both order two of your largest T-shirts. Yeah. Oh, my God. A hundred percent want them. Let us know. And being America, they'll probably fit us. <laughs> yes. It will. We'll be like the small... Woo. Awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, let us know your details. We definitely want to buy those T-shirts. Yes. Uh, Or if you were part of the high school science club at the time, reach out to us at realmothman at gmail.com. We want to have a chat. We want to know how the fundraising... That'd be the
2: best. And I want to know what your science club did.
1: I know. Oh, my God. And I want to know if this councilman, uh, Mark Murphy, bought a T-shirt and set it on fire. (laughs) I'm
2: closing down your science club because you ain't (laughs) teaching the Bible way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dinosaurs weren't in the Bible, but they push it
1: <laughs> it should have been the picture of Jesus like <laughs> levitating off a virgin <laughs> on a loaf of bread <sighs> oh lord so bless them they were selling t-shirts uh but so a UFO in the skies of Texas being followed by fighter jets this could be groundbreaking this is like whoa yeah this is Whoa. And it's not like even in California where you just assume everyone is on weed and completely, like, mistore it. Or just
2: fucked in the head from trying to make it in showbiz.
1: You know, yeah, exactly. You know, so, you know, this is Texas. This is the Bible Belt UFOs. Officials. Yes. At the two Air Force bases. Of course there were Air Force bases nearby. It's Texas.
2: Oh, no, America's covered in them.
1: There were two Air Force bases in the region, Dyess in Abilene and Shepherd in Wichita Falls.
2: To be fair, we've got two here in Adelaide.
1: Don't, don't ruin my Air point. Force
2: bases are fucking everywhere. <laughs> he
1: stated that none of their aircraft were in the air in that area the whole week around the 8th. Okay. okay. So both the airport. No, it's not us. Not our fighter. Definitely weren't any fighter pilots. Definitely weren't any weird planes. Anything being tested. Definitely not. No. Enter Major Carl Lewis. Carl with a K.
2: Oh, damn.
0: Damn.
1: Spokesperson for the 301st Fighter Wing, stationed at the Joint Reserve Base Naval Air Station in Fort Worth.
2: Imagine having that name in America, and everyone would just be like Carl Lewis, like the runner, yeah, woo! like the oh. runner, like the greatest runner of all time. Oh, the uh, only thing I'm running towards, boy, is the freedom of this great nation.
1: Ow. Oh uh. God. So Carl Lewis, the major, yeah, stated that absolutely not, absolutely no, no way, nada, zip, nilch. No F 16s or any aircraft for that matter from his base or any Air Force base was in the Stephenville area on January the 8th, the night of most of the sightings. Okay. All right. Absolutely not. Definitely not us 100%. Take it. No. We checked. No. Yep. Major Carl Lewis then went on to explain. I love it. This is the bit where they bring out the swamp gas. Okay. <laughs> He went on to explain that he believed what people had actually seen. Yeah. Okay. So this is Texas. There's not, not a lot of swamps. Okay. So we can't wheel out the swamp gas. What do you think the Air Force exclamation is going to be? Uh,
2: uh, temperature inversion. A weather event.
1: Ooh. Okay. Okay. Classic. Classic. Because you do get
2: some very strange, like lenticular clouds. They're mm-hmm. very deceiving.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, you're on the right track because he says that this had simply been an illusion.
2: Oh, you've got to do this in front of your eyes with the
1: magic Illusion.
2: You can, oh, this is... See, now we're doing what the newspaper did. Yeah, oh, in.
1: <laughs> Insert intricate hand gestures. <laughs> what? Hand gestures. <laughs> an illusion. Wait for it. I haven't heard this one before. An illusion caused by two commercial airplanes. And the light from the setting sun causing the lights to seem orange and unusually bright.
2: Oh, oh right. So, like the underbody of the plane catching the sunset. Mm-hmm. And basically, yeah, I have seen that before. That does look pretty trippy. It doesn't make you think it's the size of three football fields.
1: Major Carl Lewis, he says these exact quotes. Yeah. I'm 90% sure this was an airliner. <laughs> With some angle, it can play tricks on you. That is true, but... That's what he said in the press conference. Yeah. However... Just a couple of weeks later, after the community fought back that they didn't believe it was a fucking commercial airliner and people have seen a fucking plane at dusk before. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, Texas has one of the largest airports in the world.
1: A couple of weeks later, Major Lewis came back to report a little bit of a whoopsie, a little bit of a, oh, a little bit of a gaff. Oh, how awkward. Due to a quote, An internal communications error.
2: Whoopsie doodle.
1: He had made an inaccurate statement.
2: Oh dear. This is Roswell all over again.
1: Turns out the Air Force actually had not one, not two, not three, but ten... F-16 fighter planes flying over Stephenville airspace in early evening on that day, performing what he described as, quote, training operations.
2: Whatever happened to we don't comment on operational matters?
1: But unfortunately, could provide no further details due to, quote, Operations huh. Security Yeah For fuck's sake ah, So we went from None To 16 But we can't talk about it That's not a good look <laughs> Within two weeks Not a good look Two weeks uh, No It was just The glint Of some Non-welded seeds.
0: <laughs> ah, oh dear
1: now, I mean, the question that was asked at the time, could this Operation Security have something to do with the fact that just 60 miles from Stephenville lies restricted airspace over the ranch of former President George W. Bush? Okay, yeah. Ricky Sorrell's The Machinist, if you remember from earlier. Could see the, the welds. Machinist, cattle owner, and several-time UFO eyewitness, claims that since coming forward and speaking to the press, that he started receiving threatening phone calls. Oh. And was harassed by the military. Oh. Ricky claims the military started flying all manner of craft at low altitudes all over his property at all times of the day and night, upsetting both him and his cows. Leave the cows alone. I know.
2: That's how delicious burgers you find.
1: If only drag queens were allowed to, like, read them stories <laughs> i would have come to this whole situation. But you report what you sow, Texas. <sighs> Can
2: you imagine being the first Texas rancher? To allow drag queens to read to his longhorns. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of queer stuff going over there on the Stevens Ranch, but i tell you what, these burgers are tastier than ever. <laughs> I don't let a drag queen read to me.
1: Why? Well, they, just, they just taste like happiness and sunshine. A contentment and a life
2: lived without shame or fear. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: I can taste the
1: rainbow. Oh, my God. Skittles is going to get involved now. Oh, my God. Everyone talks about Wagyu beef. Can you imagine when we released you <gasps> beef? Oh, yes. And again, it's it's all pretend. It's not actually meat. Nah. Is it? <laughs>
2: uh, I would be getting meat in here, but it's all been tucked away and I can't get to it. It's behind some
1: tape. So we had to form it ourselves. <laughs>
2: Oh, mm. uh, uh, there's so many layers of makeup. I can't tell what's in
1: this. Oh my God! It's like my taste buds are no longer repressed, and they can finally be who they are.
2: I'm gonna hug my daddy. Ah, <laughs> uh, the same state that gave us Carol Shelby. <sighs> How can we not embrace drag queens when our racing hero's name is
1: Carol? <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The longer are my tears repressed. That's why our steaks are now so moist. (laughs) With my liberated tears. (laughs) The tears of generations.
2: (laughs) Moisture infused low and slow. Oh, Oh, my God. That is not the smoke of cherry wood over the brisket of my life. That is the smoke of shame being released. Infusing my meat.
1: And you know what Cherry Wood has taught me? <laughs> Cherry Wood, and so can I.
2: <laughs> Cherry Wood's actually the name of the drag queen that read to me. <laughs> Liberated. <laughs> Freedom is
1: free. When you're in Texas, <laughs> look behind you. Because that's where the drag queen's got to be. Reading to you softly. I am watching
2: our Texas listeners (laughs) dwindle like the gas gauge on an F-100
1: pickup. This doesn't get us like, cancelled in Texas. Nothing will. Oh, my God. Oh, we're never going to see all the cowboy capitals of the world. No. 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 Okay, so back to Ricky. Ricky is claiming that the military is flying all crafts, day and night, upsetting him and his cows. Yeah. Ricky states that one night at about 2.30 a.m., Ricky came outside to find a large transport helicopter and three smaller helicopters buzzing around his place. Mm. Quote, I went to my truck and turned on the spotlight and shined it up at them.
2: 'cause that's what I'd do to a military helicopter. Mind you they can see they can see you blink with whatever the with, fuck they've got. With your predator. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: you know, things. Yeah. Predator says, predator says, Ricky says. <laughs> quote. It was so close. I could see the pilot's reaction. Although if you put a spotlight into someone flying a helicopter, I think that reaction is going to be pretty yeah. visible. Yeah. Uh he threw up his arm to block the light. He was in one of the smaller helicopters.
2: But dude was probably wearing night vision. Yeah. Shit.
1: But it didn't stop there. So after he blinded the helicopter pilot with the spotlight, <laughs> quote, then he turned to warn me.
2: Oh, I can imagine so.
1: And I imagine he shat his pants. And I still have the light on. I started to feel uncomfortable not surprisingly so i turned off the light and waved and went back inside i was thinking i had pushed the envelope just a bit i think i think that's the envelope pushed yeah 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 probably not the number one move
2: i look i've never served in the military mm. i know very little about guns
0: mm.
2: i wouldn't shine a fucking spotlight on some fucking probably two, well, two probably two tours of Afghanistan, one
1: of four helicopters, veteran who
2: just wants to hear that brap sound of his fucking minigun again. Yeah, I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah, like oh my god, yeah. I just like I've seen pictures of like those Apache like helicopters, yeah, and have seen them like literally destroy anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously this wasn't one of them, but I just imagine an Apache helicopter just coming in, just like. Yeah. Those things are fucking loud. That's like, I've got to say, all those people who were like, you will never take my rifle out of my hands. It's like, I will stop the military if they try to come onto my land. Have you seen a fucking Apache helicopters, mate? Yeah. Never. Have you seen a tank? They'll they'll
2: just prize it off the one finger that's left.
1: Yeah. There's a reason they say your cold, dead hand. They're yeah. coals. <laughs> it will be. Brrrr. Like, what the fuck? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, on January 15th, one week after the main sighting and one day after he had spoken to the Associated Press, Ricky claims he received a phone call from a man claiming to be a lieutenant colonel from the Air Force. The lieutenant colonel called him and asked to come see him. Okay. Sounds polite. Nothing to worry about here. No. When Ricky declined... That's when he claims the lieutenant colonel changed his attitude and became more arrogant and aggressive. Yeah. Ricky told the lieutenant colonel to not take one step over his cattle gate. The lieutenant colonel was blunt when he responded. (coughs) It, it kind of gives me a hard-on because this is such a cool response. Okay. Son, we have the same calibre weapons as you do, but a lot more of
0: them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he fucking dropped the twenty-two bullet <laughs> at his feet and said the next one's coming heaps fucking quicker.
1: <laughs> fucking mic drop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's <coughs> threatening, but a little part of me is like, ooh it?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Do you know about water, Bendrick?
1: <laughs> Ricky claims the helicopters stopped. But then at 1am, a man showed up at Ricky's house. Nice time for it. Ricky tells the story. Quote. <clears throat> I was in bed asleep. I keep my bird dogs on the east side of my house and three others on the west side. The black lab doesn't bark until someone comes across the cattle guard. And the catahoula, which is a breed of dog. Yep. The catahoula doesn't bark until she actually sees someone. Okay. It's a hunting dog. Yep. They were all barking, so I got up to see what was going on. I'm
2: just going to Google this dog, see what it looks like.
1: Oh yeah. it, It's a proper American hunting dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, 100%.
2: That's beautiful.
1: How would you describe it to the listeners who are now going to go Google it?
2: Uh, like a slightly more muscular German pointer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful looking dog.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ricky pulled back a curtain and looked out the bedroom window and saw a man in his yard. Okay. Ricky says, I went around the bed and grabbed my rifle. Ricky moved to the back door of his house, looking through the small glass panel in the door. He could see the man still standing in the same spot. Ricky, his rifle in one hand, placed the other hand on the doorknob. The man, Ricky says, <clears throat> quote, he had positioned himself in between the car and the pickup, 40 to 50 feet from my back door. Okay. He stood staring at me, rocking back and forth.
2: I think what we got here is a crackhead.
1: I didn't think his feet were moving, but the next morning when looking at his tracks, I could tell they were. Ricky could not tell if the man had a gun. Right. Ricky continues, I'm trying to decide whether or not to open the door. Continues, Ricky. We're just standing there face to face looking at each other. I'm thinking, he's dressed for the elements and the dogs are raising such a ruckus, he must know he's in danger of being caught. That's when I realized he wanted me to see him. Yeah. Ricky felt that he would be in a vulnerable position if he opened the door. Ricky says he thought of his family still asleep in the house and took his hand off the doorknob. Eventually, the man turned and walked off into the woods.
2: Okay. That's a bit terrifying.
1: Ricky stood on guard all night. In the morning, he went outside and followed the man's tracks back into the woods. There at his property's edge, he found nothing but the man's track and one solitary bullet. Oh really? Ricky believes quote I just think it was the military showing me that they could get to me if they wanted to. Clearly. I actually find that a really creepy
2: That's creepy as fuck. Because, I mean, if you know that someone's into tracking and hunting. Yeah. And you're like, I'm just going to cruise over to here and then just leave one bullet. Yeah. That's fucking freaky.
1: Yeah. And it's just the fact that he's just standing in the yard and he's like, all these dogs are going off. Like, why aren't you running away? Ah, you want me to be aware that there's someone in my yard? Or his mate is. We've all got that one mate who is like. (laughs) I'm gonna stir this part a little. <laughs> like fucking in Texas, don't do that shit. You no. are one hair width away from being shot in the skull. Fuck yeah. Yeah.
2: Bunch Ooh. of people that have been shooting since they were children.
1: Yeah. Like. I don't fucking miss. That's that's literally the definition of fuck around, you're gonna find out.
2: Yeah, Texas Ooh. is the place to do that. <laughs> Oh. I will if I if I ever go to Texas, I'm doing no fucking round nor finding out.
1: <laughs> hands in my pockets. I think it's too late. Opinions if, to myself. If you want to go to Texas, we're going to have to like enter with our hands in the air, <laughs>
2: like we're going to North Korea. I'm not going to take any posters, like
1: not one bar Matt. I ain't touching nothing.
2: I will go to hooters because <laughs> it is culturally appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. and I will look at boobs, and I might go to a monster truck rally. Should that be the culturally appropriate thing to do?
1: I am just going to ride my cowboy from one bar to the other, shooting guns (laughs) recklessly into the sky, screaming, yeah!
2: While he shoots into
1: you. (laughs) I'm not your grandma, calm down. (laughs) MUFON.
2: Yes, Mutual UFO Network.
1: There we go! Yeah. It's a US for those who don't know, it's a US based nonprofit organization that study and compile reports of UFOs and alien abductions and encounters.
2: And if you're not familiar with them, they're not crackpots. They're not. They, they, they do, like, really thorough investigations. They don't make judgments. It's basically mm-hmm. they compare against flights and mm-hmm. known phenomena, and they go out and investigate and go, oh, yeah, well, there is a road there, and there's a temperature inversion, and you might see these lights. Or there was Nitro Circus there last weekend, which is why you saw lights in the sky. Mm-hmm. They're very thorough. Okay. Good people in MUFON.
1: They actually sent six people to Stephenville to interview witnesses. Yeah. And about six months after the main sightings in July of 2018, MUFON released their 77-page report on the incident titled, <laughs> quote, Special Research Report, Stephenville, Texas. It was written by Glenn Shields and Rupert Powell. Hey, He lost me at Rupert. It's R-O-P-E-R-T. Oh, can't have a... Why well, you... you fucking investigate that? What the fuck your mum was thinking? There's no
2: you in Rupert.
1: Yeah, there's a reason. (laughs) In the report, the two men analysed radar records from the Federal Aviation Administration as well as the National Weather Service that had been accessed via Freedom of Information Act requests and compared these to eyewitness accounts. The report says the radar images confirms the Air Force's second (laughs) amended statement That 10 of their planes were in the sky. However, they also claim the radar shows something else. Oh. The report states that twice, radar picked up an unidentified object traveling at almost 2,000 miles per hour. Okay. And then also moving slow as eyewitnesses had described to them. Okay. The report also states that Mufon felt the government had stonewalled them in their freedom of information requests.
2: That's what governments do.
1: Perhaps the final words should belong to Ricky, who told the reporter, quote, If you told me a while back that I would be sitting here talking to you about UFOs, I would have said, no way, not in a million years. Which seems fair.
2: Very fair. Who's got a million years on this world?
1: (laughs) Ricky says, now I know for the rest of my life, I'll keep looking to find out what it was. That's pretty cool. Ricky thanks his friends and family for their support, but he wishes he could get the same support from his government. Yeah. They don't care about your border. They don't care about the fucking UFOs. They do not care. He just says, I'm not going to freak out or anything. As soon as you preposition a statement with that, I just assume you're going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, I just think the government should come forward and help us figure out this thing. Yeah. I think people... Should write to their congressman or something. What a
2: beautiful sentiment.
1: He doesn't. He's just like ah, oh, write a letter. It's it's a, it's a sweet, wholesome trust that the government is not completely fucking you sideways. Yeah, um, that you haven't seen since the twenties,
2: which is really interesting considering he lives so close to George Herbert Walker
1: Bush. <laughs> A
2: man who invaded Iraq but lives on a carbon-neutral ranch.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, like, the, the you know, the fucking same government that's letting companies pump toxic waste into <laughs> your water supply and is rolling back reforms on, like, clean air and pollution controls. But, sure, they have your best interests at heart. Yeah. Oh... That's American patriotism. America. So what do you think about Stephenville? Had you heard of Stephenville before? I had not, no.
2: I mean, it sounded very similar to uh, the Phoenix Lights, in a way. Lots of of, uh, reasonably credible witnesses, um, you know, a a botched response from government. uh, Mm. And also people like, I mean, our rancher friend giving fairly calm explanations of it and Mm -hmm. also being put through some fucking nightmarish...
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing is we've actually uh, – we forgot. We've actually got some, like, uh, statements. Oh, really? Um, from Ricky. Yeah. Um, Actually talking about the situation. Right. Um, Let's actually have <laughs> – and I think you'll agree with me. As we listen to Ricky, okay, I'm just going to say it. If I had to pick the top ten people in the room who were going to make up horse shit about UFOs, I don't think Ricky Is one of them okay? Let's hear some direct quotes from Ricky. He was actually went on Larry King Live. Made it. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear from Ricky. Tangled
0: up in these briars, and I made a whole lot of noise, so I really slowed down. And when I got tangled up in the briars, my head was down, and I stopped. And when I did, my head went up, and I was in the process of taking another step when I looked up and there it was and uh this thing was huge it was um so big that i couldn't see the edges through the canopy of the trees i couldn't see past it i started looking at it uh all the details there was no bolts no rivets no welded seams it was smooth it was a um, like a barn gray and uh, it wasn't a shiny gray um it had cones protruding going up into it, bigger at the bottom, going up to smaller at the top. And uh, actually, it takes off like this. In my mind, I would have thought it would have raised up to take off for some reason, but it didn't. It remained flat and took off at a 45-degree angle. Um, and that was it. I love
2: that he admired the engineering of it.
1: That all of the colour points he referenced are grey. It wasn't a grey barn grey. It, <laughs> it was a grey barn grey, not a silver grey. <laughs> That's his only colour reference. Grey, like his emotions. Oh, poor Ricky. Do you know what I mean? Like, But I kind of listened to that, and that's the kind of person that I don't imagine who was going to make up a fanciful tale about UFOs. He
2: doesn't sound like he's in it for the notoriety,
1: does it? No.
2: No. He, he, there's no hyperbole in that. It's, I was walking along and genuinely mystified.
1: There's a lot of talk about the briar bush as well. It's a yeah. lot, he was a lot too interested in the briar. Just quietly,
2: a- walking through the briar fucking sucks. <laughs> it really does. But we've yeah. got a second quote from him.
1: Yeah.
0: Coming down on me and... Uh- You know, it was an awful lot to take in at one time. A whole lot of issues uh, surrounding it. Um, It it was a pretty big ordeal for me. What do you think it was, Ricky? Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I can tell you this. If it was uh, uh, our military, we can sleep good at night. But if it's not our military, uh, we're in trouble. It was... uh, pretty huge, pretty big. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I find. It's just like, well, if it's our military America, yeah, let's shoot off some fireworks. If it's not, we're fucked. <laughs> I love that though. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That is just so – and that's just – that's how he sees his world and his welding and his ranch and that's how he sees the world. So I actually give credence to this guy.
2: Yeah, he doesn't have time for bullshit.
1: Yeah. he's just like, well,
2: yeah, if it's ours, it's good. If not, oh, well. Yeah. We had a good run.
1: Yeah. Yeah, You know, it it, it was good being at the top for this long. I don't
2: know how I'm going to adapt to being the cattle instead of the rancher.
1: Yeah, well – I, I I you know as, as a as a machinist as a welder I don't know how I'm gonna live in a society that doesn't need me to weld <laughs> or you know apply the rivet so I don't know what function I'll have in this society but I'm sure
2: I'll adapt yeah incredible yeah I mean because if that was like a Hollywood person it'd be like it spoke to me <laughs> I heard it in my mind and it said I should get a monkey and world peace the-
1: favorite bit there was none of this like oh yeah it's coming like yeah it's always like i could feel what it was trying to say to me emotionally yeah. in my vagina none of that just i saw it it was big if it's us yay if it's not we're fucked we're fucked <laughs> as a man in a bramble have i told you about the brambles round here
2: <laughs> rescued by a drag queen i'll tell you i can't tell you
1: yeah she,
2: she was wearing gray
1: <laughs> not bond gray it was a sparkling gray <laughs>
2: So luckily she had some very strong
1: tape to fix my shoes. I've never seen a sparkly gray. But it's kind of, yeah, when this guy is like, uh, this is also like, I don't imagine this is the type of man that sees a man just standing like in, out the front of his house, like with his dogs.
2: Going mental.
1: Yeah. And it's also, it's kind of, like I said to you, like, you know, if you've never been in that experience, like it's hard to tell, like, if you've been in a situation where you you've been threatened by somebody, it's 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 in the it's almost like it's in the air. It's an electricity. It's a feeling. Yeah, you know. So I I imagine that's the kind of man. I'm
2: guessing our female listeners know this feeling more. Yes,
1: every yeah. every lady in the audience knows this feeling. And Ricky, yeah, uh, from Texas. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of think okay, it's definitely something. There's something going on. This man saw something. Yeah. And he didn't try
2: and spin the story like I, you know, I popped off a couple of warning shots and it turned and went away. Yeah. Just like I was shitting myself. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. And eventually this guy turned around and walked away and then left a bullet. (laughs) Like a fucking psycho.
1: Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I give him point because if it was any other story, I imagine if he was like, Yeah, I saw this man, so I went out and I was like, and i John McLean, and I was like, Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. And like, he's like, Yeah, there was a helicopter, I shot a line at it, and I realized I fucked up. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> so, you know what? I think, I've got to say, I find actually, yeah, Ricky to be one of the most credible. Um, sources we've ever carried. So I think, yeah, he's definitely seen something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, the Air Force cannot discuss it.
2: No, that's always the way. Fuck.
1: Fuck. Why can't they discuss it? You know what? Maybe if we could discuss it, we could move on from all this bullshit and worry about who's reading bedtime stories to who.
2: Yeah. Imagine that if we just, like, confirmed that aliens are real and suddenly it's like, fucking, I don't give a shit who reads to my kid.
1: Yeah. As long as it's not (laughs) Blartorg.
2: Yeah, he's coming in here dressed as a lady. (laughs) Because that's the skin of the person he killed first. Yeah, oh. You humans make good toilet paper.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, have you met my (laughs) ex-boss?
2: What do you call this hat? It's a fez.
0: I like it.
1: Uh, I used to call it manager. (laughs) Oh, Lord. But, you know, as we face a... Wild and scary world. You know what? It just you should grab the ones dearest and love them more, and just remember: real mothmen eat the carpet.
2: How do you get to have a wholesome sign off? And I'm like, no one
1: can stop you from fucking a corpse. Texas, <laughs> pew 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 <laughs> pew pew. Liberty, freedom is not free.
2: <laughs> There's no no in necrophilia. Pew
1: pew pew pew. Fucking hell. I need a new catchphrase. (laughs) Tell it to the judge.
0: (laughs) You come the judge now. All right. Let's end this madness.